Well, I am, uh, I go by Dr. Monica. I am an educator and an author. I love writing about erotica. I love the sound of the words. I, I don't think that um, people really allow themselves to say the words in, in conversation. And so we miss opportunities to connect, to share, to learn. And so when I write, the whole idea of the writing is to get the words out so that people get used to hearing them, saying them, feeling comfortable with them. And I, I really enjoy it. And what I'm looking for is a platform that allows conversation, exchange of ideas. Um, and so I really appreciate this opportunity to share with you. Definitely, You're writing definitely. too, right? You write. Yeah, yeah. I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm, I'm working on a series, Secrets of the Guy Code series. Uh -huh. um, it, it started off as a one-off thing, but, you know, I'm expanding it to a whole series because there's just so much I can say. I can't just say it all in one book. Right, yeah. right. I got I to, you know, expand. Um, so, and yeah. Your, your themes? What are the themes of yeah. what you want to write about? So, I'm starting off talking about the balance of power. Um so what I mean by the balance of power, like a lot of people in then one side of relationships, you know what I mean? It's like it's either based on the man or based on the woman. Uh-huh. Um, and, and like let's say for example, like I'm I'm let's say I'm a you know, I'm a narcissistic man, you know, my whole thing is I want the woman to not be able to do anything. You know what I mean? And you know, I I don't let her go out. Um everything is just about me. About she you, can't have right. friends. Yeah, you know, she's, you know, everything is about her submitting to me. Everything mm -hmm. is about her uh, uh, um, catering to my needs. And, mm -hmm. and, and a lot of women find themselves in those type of situations. Now, mm -hmm. if, if, if I'm a narcissistic woman, it's, it's all about her as well. Mm -hmm. Now, a narcissistic woman is about making the man do everything. See how the narcissistic man is about make it, let, not letting the woman do anything. Mm -hmm. The narcissistic woman is about making him do everything. So it's like a narcissistic woman, you know, it's about her. It's about right. you, you spend money on her, you taking care of everything in the house, and she just sits back and relaxes and just be a trophy wife. So, you know, I call that a validated relationship. And for a, 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 um, a man, I call that a dominated relationship because what I realize is um, a man who wants power, his form of power is control. And a woman who wants power her form of power is attention. So that's why she wants you to do everything for her. She wants that attention. And then the man, he wants that control. He don't want you to do anything. He just wants that control. So that right there is like, a, like when you find yourself in that type of situation, it's because you gave all the power to one to side. somebody else, right. So, yeah. Right. So like a man, let's say, let's say, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve. And, you know, I'm that, you know, Omega male, right? That nice guy that finished last. And I don't have any, um, like, self-worth. Or I don't mm -hmm. have any, you know, I have low self-esteem. So I'm mm -hmm. trying to, like, get a girl to fall in love with me by kissing her behind. You know what I'm saying? By, mm -hmm. by doing everything uh, uh, that she wants just to get her to, you know, really love me and want to be with me. Mm -hmm. And and you know women do the same thing a woman that has like low self-esteem or you know things like that she'll like be be with a man where she's uh, um 
catering to him, trying to get him to commit, trying to convince him that she's worthy, that she's worth it, and that she's loyal. She'll put up with his cheating. She'll put put up with his abuse just to show that, hey, I'm 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 a good woman. Like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of a lot of find themselves in these type of relationships. They're one sided mm -hmm. relationships. It's based mm -hmm. on a man or based on a woman. Mm -hmm. So that's why what people have to understand. Like, the, like when I realize in society, there's like this gender wars, I like to say, right? It's like men versus women. It's not about men versus women. It's about no. narcissists versus the rest of us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, a man can find himself in a relationship with a narcissist, and a woman can also find herself in a relationship with a narcissist. So if a man is a narcissist survivor and a woman is a narcissist survivor, that means they have something in common. So why <laughs> are we bickering with each other? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What we need is to be able to identify who the narcissists are and to stay clear away from them. Maybe they need therapy. Maybe they need they need something. What so they don't when, need is a relationship with them. So when you... No, no, no. When you're writing about this, are you mm -hmm. providing strategies? Are you helping people yeah. figure out what role they play in, in their relationship? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I I use I use terminology. Um, that's just the way I, I I always was, you know, ever since I was younger. Like for example, something that I teach with my coaching program is what I call the emotional alpha scale. Mm -hmm. So, oh boy, yeah, Queen Jones. She says she's she's dealing with the same thing. Mm -hmm. You are gonna have to join the program. So check this out. So like, you know, anthropology. There's omega males. There's omega females, there's beta males, beta females, alpha males, alpha females, right? Mm -hmm. So let's, you know how, like, when you're dating, you say, you know, that girl's a 10 or he's a 10, like how attractive someone is. Mm -hmm. I use that same one and as uh, how emotionally unavailable someone is or how emotionally available someone is. So okay. if you're a one on the emotional alpha scale, that means you're a very emotionally available person. And if you're a 10, that means you're an alpha. That means you you have you're you're completely like distant from emotions. So what happens is a lot of people, if you're a man and you're a one on the emotional alpha scale, or you're a three, you know you're like a a, a very, uh, you know you're like a nice guy, right? You're you're a, a helpless romantic. You're a sucker for love, and then you try to date a woman that's a ten on the emotional alpha scale. She's gonna, gonna she's work. A man. It's <laughs> that's gonna work. She's gonna pieces. She's gonna look. A narcissist is an opportunist, so she's gonna be like, "Man, this guy really like me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take advantage of this guy. Let me see what I can get out of this guy. Let me get him to buy me this. Let me get him to do this for me. Let me get him to do that for me." And it's the same thing the other way around. A man that's, you know, a ten on the emotional alpha scale. You know, a, a woman. If he'll he'll literally target a woman that's a one on the emotional alpha scale. He's looking for a cheerleader, right? He's looking for a woman that's gonna cook for him, clean, do all of this stuff, and he don't gotta do nothing. So now he just, you know, that's that's what he's looking for. So if you're a woman that's emotionally available or you're a very emotional person, what you're gonna do is, when you find yourself being powerless to try to gain the power, you're just gonna keep on giving away your power. So the, the more emotional, yeah. So part of what you do is to try to help people identify 
where they are on that scale, one to ten, yeah. let's say. Okay. Oh yeah. And, and then you discuss the dynamics of the relationship. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that gives me some ideas because, you know, my interest is writing about the, the sex in a relationship, the sexuality, mm -hmm. the sensuality. And so sometimes when I let my imagination go, if you're doing, um, you know, like a bondage situation, that may be your guy that wants the control. Mm -hmm. And so he wants a woman to do exactly what he says. Uh, but in a time-limited kind of thing. He doesn't want that all the time. You know, in the bonding mm -hmm. situations, it's usually like for a weekend or something like that. Um, and, mm -hmm. and so that that would be interesting to kind of play out from a, from a personality perspective what a submissive woman or a submissive man, because I'm sure there are some of those too, to see how that plays out, you know, in a sexual situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, you know I'm, I'm glad you said that because, see, that that that, that brings me to the, to my next point. Okay. So one time, I, I I was this was back in like 2017. Um, I started working for um for like a like it was like an authorized retailer for Verizon, mm -hmm. and sent us like a whole training class. It was like <clears throat> I think it was like 15 of us. They sent us to New Hampshire, where we um. You know what we had training for a whole week. They put us in a hotel to pay for everything. So one day, the, the group of us, we was out at a um, we was out at the bar drinking, and then this girl, she said, she said, you know why a lot of women, they start dating women, why a lot of women turn lesbian, uh, and we all said why. She said it's because a lot of men don't they don't understand that women sometimes they want to be manhandled and they like that bondage, they like that erotica, but then other times. They just, they want to be loved. They want to be treated like a flower. And men don't know how to switch it up. <laughs> but a woman understands a woman and they know how to switch it up. <laughs> but, but again, you see, you're making my point because yeah. if you're in a, if you're in a trusting relationship and mm -hmm. you, you, you know, let's say like you said, you want it rough sometimes and you want it soft and sweet sometimes. I mean, it's like, it's like fucking and making love. I mean, it's, yeah. you, you have to say, yeah. I want it like this Tonight or today, and another time you say, you know what, baby, let's do it this way. And as long as your relationship is such that you feel empowered to say what you want, that leads to helping you get what you want. It's when we, it's when we don't. In your situation, what you're talking about narcissism, if the woman doesn't feel
the term they call red blooded, right? And then some men are, you know, they, they, they don't have as much of a sexual appetite. And the same thing for women. Some women have higher sex drives than other women. Yeah. So some people, like if you're with someone who has a higher sex drive than you, they, they're always going to have the, the upper hand. They're always going to, you know what I mean? When, when it comes to that one-sided relationship, they're always going to feel more dominant. You know what I mean? So, like, okay, like, for example, um, <clears throat> let's say a man, right, he, he's, he has a sexual appetite, right? And he's with a woman that's, like, more submissive. So to, to try to uh, um, please him, right, she's going to just keep on having sex with him, right? But if he's, like, like a, 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 an alpha male that is just, like, you know, very masculine, th there is no oxytocin involved. There's just dopamine involved. It's just dopamine. For her, there'll be oxytocin. For him, there's no oxytocin. It's just dopamine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. everything is just... It's just but it means, it means they're not talking. Exactly. They're doing, but they're not talking. And so my exactly. point, my point in, in why I write is to try to help people get to the talking point. Because I think that people as they get older, begin to think that they don't have to do it anymore or that, that they shouldn't do it anymore. And mm -hmm. the, the truth is, you said red-blooded. Well, I, you know, the blood flows. And so as long as you keep the parts working, it doesn't matter what the mm -hmm. number is, how old you are, you can still do what you want to do. And so if mm -hmm. you're with someone whose energy is less than yours, well, that's what toys are for. You know, I mean, you can... <laughs> You know, you, you say, well, okay, maybe not tonight for you, so I got these for me. I mean, it, it, but mm -hmm. that's, what, that's what I mean. It's, it's mature, and so people mm -hmm. are talking to each other. And mm -hmm. sometimes if I'm tired and my partner is will, wants, and I say, well, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shower and wake up, or I'm going to play with this for a little bit, and maybe that'll wake me up. And then I can present myself as somebody who's ready to go the distance. But that comes mm -hmm. from talking. It comes from caring. It comes mm -hmm. from mutual respect. I think sometimes yep. toys help us to generate energy that we didn't know that we had. It was yeah. a long day and I'm tired and I really don't want to do all that work. Well, let the little toy do some of the work. Yeah. And that perks everybody up. Word. Yep. As long as you're of a mind to allow the toys to have a role. Mm -hmm. If you say, why you need that? I'm not enough for you. Then yeah. that becomes an ego thing. It but does. if the toy is a part of the dance, good things can happen. Mm -hmm. See, I mean, it all, it all comes down to communication. A lot of people nowadays, there, there is no communication. You right. know, it, the only communication that people have nowadays is sorry. Sorry I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> like like Derek Jackson. Now you go, now you're doing, uh, uh, he's doing these Facebook lives or, or YouTube, whatever it is, having a whole, you know, thing, spill about how he's sorry and this, that. Like, why weren't y'all communicating before? Like, why, right. what caused him to want to cheat on her in the first place? Like, right. if, if there was something that satisfying him or some they should have had that talk beforehand don't come afterwards after you got caught 
You know, like right. my, my sixth grade teacher used to say, you're not sorry. You're sorry you got caught. Exactly. <laughs> but you yeah. see, but that's the thing, because people say men can't help it. They have to cheat. That's it's in their nature. Not true. Well, I think it's in people's nature, men and women, to do yeah. what they want to do, to try something different. My mm -hmm. my issue is you can have different at home. You mm -hmm. just have to have the imagination and, and the, the conversation and the will. People say, mm -hmm. well, he went down the street because she wouldn't do this. Mm -hmm. Well, if you talk to her about how important it is to you or to him, and you work on it together, whatever it mm -hmm. is that you said you couldn't do, wouldn't do, could be something you wind up enjoy doing. Sometimes people mm -hmm. don't like sucking a dick. They say, oh, no, I'm not doing that. Or licking a pussy. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. But let's, let's yeah. talk about what's wrong with that. What is it mm -hmm. that's bothering you about that? Well, because yeah. my grandfather said or... And then we mm -hmm. talk and we work on it. And, yeah. and sometimes, I mean, I'm not sure I could say all the time, but sometimes you can work through it. And, mm -hmm. if you, and for me, I would want to know ahead of time. If this is mm -hmm. something that's important to me and you're not going to do it, I got to think about whether this is something I want to be in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, so okay, so you're 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 a therapist, correct? I I have been a therapist. I don't do that right now. Okay, okay, because I was going to say, you know, we got to let the viewers know, you know, where they can find you if they need any type of advice if they need some type of therapy. Oh yeah, they can. Yeah. They can. Yeah. Um, What's what's your IG, Monica Monica Benjamin Hayes, at well, Monica yes. Benjamin. That's one way okay. to get me. The other is Hayes Educational Consulting at Gmail dot com. Okay. Hayes okay. Educational Consulting at Gmail dot com, and my my website is Doctor Spell It Out Doctor Monica's Corner dot com. All one word, okay. Dr. Monica's Corner. And I've got podcasts on there, and I've been doing some blogging. And I love to communicate. And so this is a great opportunity if people, you know, want to ask us questions, you know, get us to see if we can answer some of them. That would be great. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know. So Are I, you I getting have... questions? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting someone. Uh, she wants to join. I don't know. Could, uh, how many people can you have on an Instagram live? That's, you know what I mean? That's, I don't know how to add her. Let me see if I can add her. Maybe she can ask you some questions. Okay, she says she sent a request. But that's um, you, right? Is that why you uh, prefer Facebook? No, no. Uh, I only preferred Facebook because I have, you know, I have 4,000 friends on oh, Facebook. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, okay, we, we have like 100, at least 100 people on right now. Because my kids were saying that this is what I should do, use Instagram. But if Facebook allows more people, then that would be something I would do as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Joan just told me it allows more people. So let's see if I can, let's see if I can add her. Is this Queen Joan? Yeah. Okay. I, I think questions she want to ask. Ah, okay. Hold on Hi. one second. It's loading. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm feeling pretty good about now. Thank you very much. Sorry, I look a mess. Sorry. <laughs> I have to get my I have to get I have to get my ring my ring lighting on. So I'm like, yeah. 
So I was watching this. I know Mano for a minute. We'd been friends for a minute, and then we used to work together. So I was just listening to all his conversation, all the questions asking about you. I was like, wow, like, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, okay, yeah. Like, what he's been doing to, I'm doing it. And then all the conversations you guys been talking about, I was like, yeah, let me stay here. This is very interesting because I want to ask this lady a question because as a woman, as an adult, we go through everything. Yeah, we do need, we, we do have our needs most time, you know, like what you say, yeah, sexuality will get that to anybody. Man, woman, it doesn't matter what, what, um, if you're a female, like what kind of whatever, everybody will need that. Like me dealing with someone right now is, he calls me anytime he wants. He call, he texts me and is like, you know what, why? Why do you call me? No tonight, I know what it is. But at the same time, I have work in the morning. You don't understand and respect my time. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, you question me, what am I doing, who I'm with. You go through my phone, but you're out here in your face already that. You, when, you, when I ask you these questions, like, you know, oh, other questions said, oh, what kind of questions that, Joan? That's very stupid. That don't make sense. Do you, do you hear yourself? That don't make sense. I was like, what? So when I ask you a personal question about if somebody sends you naked pictures or you ask a naked picture of anything, why, why, why do you have to question me? Because you think I'm out here and sleeping with every guy or females? No, I'm, I'm a single mom. I have priorities. I don't know that type of woman you're going to deal with. Them. But why are you accusing me with all that? I'm not jealousy. I'm not insecurity. I don't care who you hang out with. At the end of the day, we're not together. But I feel like we have a title together. It sounds to me like you're not happy with this person. Not. I got my best friend talking about it. Same thing. I was like, you know, kicking my. I did give him the curve, but I told him, "Do I have to spell you the word? Leave me alone, like in letters." Like, I'm over here le learning what big words are, how to pronounce words. Mm -hmm. I'm not born in here. I'm still learning day by day what's, what's going on in the world, what's going on around me. I have mm -hmm. to teach my 14-year-old every day to make sure his school is done. Mom, what does this mean? I have to have a little small talk. It's kind of hard, but I got to do what I got to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a person, if you go to my social media, it's not about negativity stuff. I'm a positive stuff. I'm always about God. God is in my party all the time. But if you don't want to believe me, what I'm doing, go so, ahead. I'm like, so one of the things I would say if, if you're about being positive, that's a good thing. But it sounds like this, this guy is not bringing joy in your life. Not. Calling all the time, asking questions. So you have a decision to make as to whether or not he's going to be in your life. That's a choice you have to make. And sometimes as women, you know, we chase the dick. We want somebody to dare to do to do. But yeah. You're, you're sacrificing yeah. your joy. You find mm -hmm. somebody else. There are other men out there. Yeah, I told him that. Like, I don't, like, and I'm so talking about how wait, do you no, know? No, 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 no. If you told him it's time to go, then that's the end of the conversation. Yeah, cut, and I even block him to everything. My phone, my okay, social media, then, everything. Then why are we talking about him? Oh, he's a, he has ways to find a way to, like, when I told him to stop calling, he, he's still not getting, he's not, not getting his head, like, you know what, move on. Don't, don't answer. I don't. It doesn't matter if it's okay, a different number, okay. like, nothing. I don't. 
So let's, let's get back to joy. Let's get back to the feel good stuff. You have made a decision. It's not good for you with this guy. You're not happy. So you have said no more. Stop thinking about him. Stop talking about him. Focus on mm -hmm. what brings you joy. Focus on your child, your work, your learning, and keep your eyes mm -hmm. open so that when there's someone else that comes walking by, you'll see them. Whereas right now, you've mm -hmm. got these images of this man that's not making you happy. Forget about him. Focus on the good. Focus on your joy. You have a lot going on. Okay. Right? Oh yeah, um, I am. I okay, am. Like okay. I'm about to start to my business. I focus on that. I don't let okay. nobody like mess up my joy. So well, but you are letting somebody mess up your joy. You're letting this guy do. Yeah. So we're not gonna talk about him. Nope. Done. Done. <laughs> done. No more. No mas. No more. We're nope, not talking done. about him. Nope. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. So you're gonna think about what makes you happy. You're bright, you're strong, you're working hard to get things done. Uh, the person that's for you, that's going to come when you're ready. You got to get over this one first. Ma'am. You got to get over this one thank first. Thank you for that. You know? No, thank you for being yes, a part of this. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Like I said, like I said, like I said, I appreciate for like letting me join. So like I said, I know men are falling in my, so I'm like, you know. I don't okay. really like share my stuff on social media online, but I have to kind of show, like share a little bit what's going on and other that. Okay. <laughs> well, good luck. No, but see, but you share with a with a therapist. She's a doctor. So yeah, I appreciate that. I got some. I need you that. Yeah, hopefully that short well, session. Hopefully. It, 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 I will. It, thank you. Hopefully okay. it's beneficial. Oh yeah, I will. I appreciate that. I right, remember. I'll talk to you later. All right. See. Okay. You. Bye bye. 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 So, Dr. Hayes, are you, are you, are you open to any, anyone else? Sure. How you doing? Was, okay. Uh, all right. So, um, so this is Dr. Hayes, Dr. Monica Hayes. If anyone wants, you know, a quick five-minute, you know, 10-minute, whatever the case may be, whatever amount of time she's willing to offer, um, you know, any questions you want to ask her, anything uh, relationship-wise, if you're dealing with something, relationship uh, feel free to send a request uh, to join my live stream and you can ask Dr. Hayes any questions. Or if, you want. or if they want to know about what you're writing about. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm not a selfish this. person. We're sharing this. Okay, you're okay. right. You're right about that. I'm yeah. not a selfish person. So, yeah. uh, so I see one deep underscore 401. I'm not sure who that is exactly. It says what's good you twin. Must be somebody you Yeah, know. yeah. Exactly. It's clearly someone I know. They know I got a twin. But you don't uh, you know who it is. I don't know who it is. You might, you might type in your uh, your name so I can know who, who, who is this. Trying to... I can't even go on that page right now because I'm on the live. Okay. All right, I see DP1818. Let me know if you're still on here. Abby the Demon. Don't know who that is. Uh, Junior Red the Barber. I know exactly who that is. How you doing? So yeah, anybody want to ask me or Dr. Hayes any question regarding dating or relationships, um, feel free.
sex, anything. Yeah. Don't don't, don't be shy. Don't be shy. No, you know, no. This is, this is what we do. This is what we do. Yeah, you know I'm not I mean? shy. I'm Trust me. I'm not therapist. shy. Exactly. This is what we do. But, I mean, okay, so check this out. I think, okay, as a community, right, mm -hmm. as a black community, how do we get people more comfortable with, you know, therapy, counseling, coaching, these type of things? Because, you know, when you look at the white community, I mean, they, 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 they see run. a therapist, they see, mm -hmm. like, you know, Whenever their the relationship is going bad, they, they go to the counselor immediately. They go see the the, the marriage counselor, the relationship counselor. What like they have no fear of this type of stuff. But for us, it's like a taboo. It's like, oh no, I I I, I don't want to you know talk about my problems. But it's like, it, it's therapy. You know well, what I mean? Like we're we're socialized to yeah. handle our business. We're socialized mm -hmm. from childhood. You handle your mm -hmm. business. You you keep things private. You don't talk outside of the family. And so the idea of going to a stranger, at least initially, to talk about personal things for both mm -hmm. men and women, I think um, I, I went into becoming a therapist because my family was so dysfunctional. I said, I don't want to be crazy like them. I want to be able to fix myself. And then I want to mm -hmm. be able to help other people. And so mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to, psychiatrists write scripts, so I didn't want to do that. And then psychologists usually do paper and pencil testing. I didn't want to do that. So I went into social work because social workers actually do the work of engaging with communities. And so mm -hmm. I, I went into clinical social work and I loved the work. It's just our healthcare system is so screwed up that it's difficult for people to get insurance, to cover the cost. And so one of the barriers is ourselves that we don't think we need to confide in somebody. We don't mm -hmm. feel that we can pay somebody. And then mm -hmm. it's the whole trust issue. There aren't but so many black therapists to go around. And so people, mm -hmm. We, we tend to stay out of it for that reason. And so I mm -hmm. think I think everybody in the United States, in my opinion, right now, as a result of COVID, has some mm -hmm. mental health diagnosis. You know? Absolutely. Some Absolutely. Um, uh, personality disturbance, some something, because we've been through hell. We've been through something really different. And a lot of these mm -hmm. situations where the husband or the wife or the couple are locked into space day in and day out, working at home, no relief from each other. It probably was cute in the beginning. And now, you know, they're tired mm -hmm. of each other. They want some space, mm -hmm. some distance. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. it, I think we all need to be able to feel comfortable to talk with the people in our circles about what's going on. One of the mm -hmm. reasons that I write erotica is that I am very close to a number of women I've known since I was a child, and we never talk about sex. We never say the words. So we haven't mm -hmm. learned anything from each other. So I gave myself permission to say, I'm grown. If there's a word and I want to use it, I can say it. I don't sit around saying mm -hmm. fuck, 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 fuck just for the heck of it. 
But in a conversation, if it's, you know, suits it, it comes out of my mouth and I'm fine. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, I think that when we're talking about sex and what we like and what we don't like or what we're afraid to try, those are the things that bring people closer together, I think, I as they discover together. Mm -hmm. You know, a man who doesn't have to do everything himself could get to feel good about a toy. Mm -hmm. Once he understands that the toy is extra, it's not because he's lacking. Or mm -hmm. a woman who, who understands she can masturbate because it's healthy. You know, we came up believing that only men did that. Mm -hmm. It was one of the greatest experiences when I realized as a woman, I can do it too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so those are the kinds of things that as women, if we could talk to each other and then talk to the, the partner that we're with, all of those taboos, those things that we're not sure how to maneuver become something we can work on because we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about like the, the new, um, I want to say the new movement, right? Like you have like the women's sexuality movement, the Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, WAP, you know, it, it's like women are, like at an all-time high expressing their sexuality that you ain't never seen this before <laughs> you know what i mean what 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 would you say about that you know do you I think, think it's it's it's, it's, a timely, it's a timely question um mm -hmm. I've, I've been in many conversations since the uh what was it the emmys no oh grammys the the grammys because yeah. To me, that was, I mean, I, that was the first time that I had really seen those two perform and perform is what they did. And my thought was, this is an award show. Yeah. Why, why are we doing this at an award show? And so there are people who say it's a generational thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the posts that I saw on my Facebook page, somebody was saying, well, you know, you guys are the Elvis Presley age and i thought well no i'm not sure that's what it is they didn't let yeah. us see elvis moving his hips the way he did because white folks were really saying that's how black people move and they mm. didn't want their kids to see that my mm. fear is is about politics the conservatives in this country will look at those young women doing what they were doing on stage and say i don't want that culturally i don't want that they may want that behind closed doors yeah they're not going to try to have their wives learn how to do that but they'll walk down the street and find somebody who'll do it <laughs> that's the problem yeah. they mm -hmm. put their women in a on a pedestal which keeps those women i mean we we know this from slavery it keeps their women from having joy because mm -hmm. those men went to the huts with the slaves Yep. And oftentimes now, men will find black women because we're sensualized, we're sexualized, and they think, well, we don't mind doing it. Mm -hmm. And so, so I just worry politically about what that meant, number one. I think number two, it's probably positive, for example, 
uh, there's one young woman who is round, shall we say, and mm -hmm. she's not trying to hide it. She's, mm -hmm. you know, she's taking off her clothes and wearing sleeveless, strapless, whatever, because she's comfortable in her own skin. I think that's important. I think if we could begin to love ourselves, wrinkles, dimples, whatever, because mm -hmm. I don't know that men care so much about those things. I, I no. don't know. I haven't, I don't know. We have to maybe have that conversation. But I think, no really. <laughs> I think as long as you're good to your man and you're doing the things he needs you to do, I, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think he cares. But, mm -hmm. but I think the question about these women and their freedom to mm -hmm. express themselves, I just think there's a time and a place. And, yeah. and I, I'm just, you know, if they were in a movie and it was a part of the movie and you went to the movie and you knew that was what it was going to be, that's one thing. But if you're sitting mm -hmm. around and it's it's an award show, I don't know. I, yeah, I think yeah. that they're talented and they're singers, so they should sing. Mm -hmm. but, but, you know, I know that people have different opinions about that. Mm -hmm. Well, my my personal opinion is, I think, I think women have been sexually oppressed. Uh, I I think that Cardi B and and Megan Thee Stallion they do have the right to express their sexuality. If they are mm -hmm. sexual people, they should be able to be themselves. Mm -hmm. The only problem when you have people again going back to the emotional alpha scale, when you have people they're just not built that way. And they're trying to be that way. Men and women. Like, there's some men... Like, I lived in Atlanta for eight years. And, you know, Atlanta... It, it, it's, the ratio is like 10 to 1 women to men. There's some men... You know, you know, he's a ladies' man. He can get all the girls. He just, you know, living a bachelor lifestyle. He sleeps with a different woman every day, every week, whatever the case may be. You know, two people, a man and a woman, if that's how you get down, then that's how you get down. But then you have some men... You know, they, they try to live that player lifestyle. But mm -hmm. if you're not, they don't try to be that way. Like, I, I know a guy um, I used to work with uh, back in Atlanta. Uh, he was 28 years old. He, he had uh, married his uh, college sweetheart. And he actually lost his virginity to her. And he and he was proud of it. They lost mm -hmm. their virginity to each other. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. they, they're not they're overly sexual, like, in the emotional alpha scale, they'd be like ones or twos, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, but he himself. I think the most important thing is for people to be themselves, man or woman. Right. But then you have other people, RDB or I don't know, Trey songs or something. You know what I mean? Like some sort of an R&B singer rapper, like they're just a sexual person. And when you're telling them that they shouldn't be sexual, I'm just like, you're telling them not to be themselves. Like, tell them to be themselves as long as they're not telling other people to also be like them mm -hmm. if those people aren't built like them. You and know see, what I mean? Like, the, if you're like... A the question I have is, are they doing it to sell? Or mm -hmm. or are, have they evolved to a place where this is what they want to do? Do they think this mm -hmm. is what they have to do to sell records, to be popular, to get the following? Or is it, this mm -hmm. is where they've come to? I don't know the answer to that. That's a good, that's a good question. That's you know, a good question. I, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I, I, think, I, think, I think it's a combination of both. 
Okay. Uh, like, okay, if you look at Cardi B, I think that's who she is, and that's fine. You know, if you look at what she did before she was doing music, mm -hmm. she's just being herself, and that's what I respect about it. She's being herself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, people don't like her. She's like, you know, they say she's loud, and I mean, she's just being herself. Mm -hmm. But then you have other like they might be faking the funk, and they just trying to sell records. They just right. like, okay, I seen somewhere Tony Braxton came out saying that. You know, she grew up in a Christian household and she regretted. She wished that she grew up being, um, like, overly sexual. But if you was being yourself growing up, why are you mad that right. all of a sudden now someone that you're not? You're probably not built that way. And well, now if you're trying to... Yeah. Yeah, if, if she's trying to become sexual, then it, it could be she's just trying to make sales. You know what I mean? But if Cardi B, she's being herself, making it sound she's being herself, and I don't think anyone should be coming at them saying, oh, what are you doing? Like, they're being themselves. Right. At the end of the day, yes, it could be a negative influence to your kids, mm -hmm. but that's what parenting is for because no matter what you do, you know what I mean? Like, if you grow up, if you grow up in a rough neighborhood, there's some things that you're just going to see that mm -hmm. you can't... I, I was 10 years old. I seen somebody get shot. I seen prostitution. I seen dr drug trafficking. I seen all of that by the time I was 10 years old. Mm -hmm. So does that mean that my parents are going to say this city or this environment is a bad influence on my kids. You know what I mean? Like, you can't... That's what parenting is for. You you have to step in and say, look, you know, this, that, or the third, or whatever right. the case may be. You can't get mad at Cardi B for being herself. If she's being a negative influence on your child, then maybe you need to become a better parent. Right. Because at the end of the day, she's not doing this for your kids. She's not... She didn't sign up for for daycare services, <laughs> you know what I mean? She didn't sign up to become, she's an entertainer. That's right. At the end of the day, your kids don't need to be buying her records anyway. So right. you can't, people can't be mad at her. She, like, just become a better parent. You know, when I was a kid, you know, when I was like six, seven, eight years old, you know, my father was real strict about what we watched, right? So one day, me and my brother, like, true story, I was six years old, right? And my father was was sleeping, and me and my brother we was watching Married with Children, and I thought that I thought the show was called Love and Marriage because you know the theme song was Love and Marriage, Love. So my father wakes up from a nap. He comes to the living room, sees my, me and my brother watching TV. He's like, "What are you guys watching?" We was like, um, "Love and Marriage." He said, "What? Turn that off right now. You're too young to be watching." <laughs> Yeah, he's like, what are six-year-olds doing watching a show called Love and Marriage? And right. that was it. He stepped in as a father, as a parent. Right. He told us to turn off the TV. That's mm -hmm. all there is to it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It, 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 as a parent, don't let your kids watch. You know, they don't have it anymore, but there was BET Uncut that would come out like 3 o'clock in the morning and stuff like that. Just, mm -hmm. if you got to cancel BET. But I'm not, thinking, I'm not thinking that it's just about children. I mean, I'm not mm -hmm. a kid. I didn't have little kids around me while I was watching the show. I was just mm -hmm. thinking, my thought was why? And I think mm -hmm. what you're saying is the why is because that's what they do. That's what they do. And, 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 people and I don't know them. To, I, don't, yeah. I, w I was watching because I thought, let me see what's going on in the music world because I know what I like and let me see what other people are listening to. And so it was, a, mm -hmm. it was you know, um, let's say it was an eye-opener. Um, 
there were things that I recognized. And then there were a whole hell of a lot of people that I didn't know who they were or what they were doing. And then these women came on and I was like, holy moly, what am I looking at? And, and yeah. so then the conversations began both online and, and with friends and, and with my kids. And, you know, and so it's, it's been, it's been an interesting journey to just process in my own mind. You know, it's like, I love to watch women twerking and mm -hmm. I watch it because I keep saying, I want to know how to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to stand up in front of people necessarily, but to get that kind of control that I used to watch Petra years ago, the Jamaican woman, because I think how okay. you move, how you move your body as you walk, as you dance. And when you're, you know, having sex, if you have control of those muscles, if you can move those parts, all of that adds to what the joy of what you're doing. And so for me, mm -hmm. I didn't mind that they could do what they were doing. I was like, mm -hmm. how, how, how did she do that? I want to, you know, <laughs> I want to practice. I want to try that. But it, yes. it was, it was more, it was an award show. I keep coming back to that, you know, and maybe mm -hmm. award shows, are different today because the entertainers are yeah. different. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I, I need to... It's definitely a generational thing, yeah. Yeah, I just need to open my eyes more, I guess, you know? Yeah. But I, I think it's... What I do agree with what I like about this whole thing is, again, I think it goes to the dynamic of, um, you know, men and women, right? You know, there's masculine energy, there's feminine energy. There's... You know, sexuality. There's emotions, and I think mm -hmm. as human, we have we have both, and we need to express both. But I think since the dawn of time, human beings act as if women were not sexual at all. All women right. were just asexual, and women were just extremely emotional, and men were the other way around, where men mm -hmm. were just you know oceanless and were just nothing but sexual. When the truth of the matter is, both men and women are both. So I think both absolutely. Men yeah, men have to learn how to like, you know, be more comfortable with emotions, and women have to be more comfortable with sexuality, and then Bing Bam Boom, that 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 would be a perfect society. That would be fun. Be, it's all about <laughs> everything. In the world is about balance. It's yin and the yang, and I exactly. think that's when you're when you're when you're raising boys. Like ever since I was a kid, like we were just physical. Everything was fighting. Everything was just being aggressive masculinity there was nothing about emotions so mm -hmm. emotions also means communication right and that's why men have communication problems we right. don't we don't know any anything that has to do with emotions we're not we're, we're not we weren't, we weren't we weren't nurtured that way it's in our nature but mm -hmm. we weren't nurtured that way avoid that part of us and the same thing with women where we act as if women are just emotional just only emotional and how about the sexual urges how about the sexual desires so right. you know what i tell people is what, what's going on is like okay as a man if i'm going through pain if i'm going through hurt or uh, um depression or you know my girl left me my wife left me whatever the case may be you bottle all those emotions in right but it's like mm -hmm. when you blow a balloon it eventually pops yes so and it, same thing with women. They've been bottling up all their sexual urges. Men were bottling up all their emotional urges. 
And then they just both just popped at the same time. That's why mm -hmm. men are just being overly emotional and women are being overly sexual. <laughs> you know, that's really what's going on. Uh-huh. Because women, you know, if, if a woman, on the other hand, her boyfriend left, left her or her boyfriend cheated, whatever the case may be, she could talk to her homegirls. They can go grab some ice cream. They can go, you know what I mean? They can sit around and talk about men or men or dogs, men ain't shit. They can do, you know what I mean? And and she will find that healing. Men, a man on the other hand, it's man, man up, man. Stop being a bitch, man. Just, you know what I mean? And he just have to just like. He'll learn. go out drinking with his buddies, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but he never really heals because right. he doesn't let the emotions out. He doesn't communicate that feeling, you know, I so. Do, I do think that, that more men today are trying I think mm -hmm. in part when women went into the workforce and they needed both men and women to do the parenting because mm -hmm. before the women did it, but after a while with both men and women working, more men mm -hmm. be became aware of their softer side, so to speak, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I think when that's stressors true. come, that's mm -hmm. when the imbalance comes out because the man is feeling like he has to be the man and he has to fix this. Mm -hmm. And the woman may not um, may not give him space to feel that way because she's saying mm -hmm. we have to fix it at a point when he's feeling that that's his responsibility. Yep. And so again, mm -hmm. it's the conversation. You know, um, it, it gets down to conversation for me. I, I mm -hmm. just think that if if we could do better at talking to each other mm -hmm. about anything, about money, about sex, about stress, about fears, curiosity. Because, um, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you want to try something different. And it, mm -hmm. in, a, in a mature relationship, that should be an okay conversation, it seems to me. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. I don't know. So why do you think people have such a tough time communicating nowadays? Why, you know, it's, we we're on our phones every day. People communicating. You can send a instant chat, an email. It's such a communicable society. Why are men and women or people in relationships they just not communicating with each other? Like, what's causing that lack of communication? Well, that communication. But, but, but I think you know when you say the texting back and forth. Some people are talking about the game last night or the game that's coming on tonight or March Madness or during football. We're talking about those kinds of things. We, we talk about as women where who's going to the sale or who's buying the new what. Those are the things that we feel comfortable to just chat about. But the mm -hmm. substantive, relational things, those aren't the things we talk about. As I said, I have a core group of, I call them sisters, S-I-S-T-U-H-S. We know each other really well. We've been really good friends forever. But to sit down and have a conversation, I like this, I don't like that, I want to try. When was the last time you? Mm -hmm. Doesn't happen. I think sometimes mm -hmm. people feel it's talking out of turn, you know, um, you know, talking about what goes on behind closed doors. I tried with the Bridgerton. Did you see Bridgerton? Yeah, that's a, on it's a show on, right? It's like uh, like Old England. 
Netflix. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have, I've seen of it, but I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I felt that it was very interesting because it was racially mixed. The main characters, he's black and she's white. But also, mm -hmm. it really laid bare how women in that era weren't taught anything about sex. In, in the, there was a scene on her wedding night when her mom comes into the room and says, I guess this is the conversation I've been dreading. And she mm -hmm. says, remember when we had pup, when we had those dogs? And then there were puppies. And somehow the daughter was supposed to make the connection between we had dogs and then there were puppies. And so the girl went to her wedding night with no idea whatsoever about what was to come. No idea. And so I wanted to say, let's talk about in this modern age, what were we taught? How prepared mm -hmm. were we for marriage? How prepared were we for our first sexual encounters? What, was the, what were the lessons that we learned from our mothers or our grandmothers, our sisters, our aunts? What did we learn? I couldn't get a bunch of women to talk about it on air. I wasn't saying, what did you do and when did you do it? But rather, let's just see if maybe how it was in the 18th century, maybe <laughs> some of us came up in a time when our parents didn't really tell us mm -hmm. and, and just talk about that. But mm -hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't make it happen. Yeah. And, and you know, like I said before, like women have been sexually oppressed for so long where now, you know, they've been bottling these urges and now they're just exploding into Cardi B's and Megan Thee Stallion and there's twerk. But she's young. Mm -hmm. My generation is still, I mean, one of the things that I found is that once you hit a certain age, women are socialized to believe, I'm done now, it's over. I don't have to do this anymore. Or mm -hmm. I'm tired and I don't have to do this anymore. Or I had my kids, I'm not having any more kids, so I don't have to do that anymore. As opposed mm -hmm. to understanding that the that is not about kids anymore. It's about pleasure. It's about mm -hmm. enjoyment, you know? Um, it, it's, it's a great way to get rid of a headache. You know, you know? Yeah. I mean, I just, I just think that if, if we were talking more about sexual health, then women 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s would still be screwing because they would realize it's good for the skin, it's good for the soul. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. move your body and, and it stays yep. healthy. But yep. menopausal women are saying, oh, no, I can't. No, I can't do it. No, I can't. And the <laughs> men are like, oh, my God, when is this going to be over? Because they're not talking about what she's going through. So he knows mm -hmm. the fan is on or this is happening, but he doesn't know why. He doesn't really know mm -hmm. what she's going through. And she doesn't really want to tell him. As mm -hmm. the men go through their reckoning that, you know, your dick don't get as hard as fast and it don't stay hard yeah. as long. There's no mm -hmm. conversation about that. So he's tends to be angry and sensitive instead of saying, okay, here's where we are as a couple. 
How are we going to work at this? What are the things mm -hmm. that we can do? Because they can help each other and the joy can continue. But because mm -hmm. they're not talking, there's more defensive, anger, frustration. And, and that's when couples separate. They become apart or he or she seeks comfort someplace else. When in fact, mm -hmm. they care about each other, they can help each other, and the good stuff can continue. Mm -hmm. I think a lot, of, a lot of relationships could be salvaged if people just communicated. Lot of, like things just for the silliest reasons where all you had to do is just that one conversation would have saved the day. It's like everything was just a complete miscommunication, misunderstanding, you know, assumptions. <laughs> That's a big mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. where if y'all just sat there and just had a conversation for 30 minutes, they, I mean, so much. I mean, even even with just relationships in general, like siblings, you know, family members. You know, mm -hmm. I can have a dispute with my brother or dispute with my sister, and we're just not talking. We're not getting along. We just sit down. We just have this one conversation, and now we're best buddies all over again. Right. That's all it takes. It just takes communication. That's all it but is. But I, 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 I think we have to learn how to do it. And I think we mm -hmm. have been socialized to struggle alone, to keep mm -hmm. our thoughts to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Well, he's not going to understand because men don't understand this kind of stuff. Well, they don't mm -hmm. understand because no one has engaged them in conversation. She's not going to mm -hmm. do that. Oh, no, I know she's not going to do that. And then we hear the comedians. The comedians make jokes about mm -hmm. these things, and we all sit around and laugh. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying to myself, well, it's not funny because that's pain mm -hmm. in that conversation. If we could just mm -hmm. talk then so much in a relationship would be better, I think. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it takes time. It takes patience. It takes mm -hmm. commitment to wanting mm -hmm. to do it. And sometimes one or the other person doesn't want to, mm -hmm. you know, which is why I was saying to your friend, he's not making you happy. Get him gone. You know? Oh, oh like... He's he's not even trying to make her happy. He doesn't even care to make her happy. He's just no. just he wants the control, control. the just the idea of having her. Yeah, he wants a just possession. Just to look good. Just yeah, yeah he he just, it's a just a possession. possession. Yeah, she doesn't want to be a possession. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. he sounds like a narcissist. You know, it's like if a man, you know, only wants like your your presence. Okay, if he wants to keep you around instead of keep you happy, then you're just a trophy then. You're not right. a treasure tin. Right. And, and, and that's, he, that's what people but have to do. You have to be strong enough to say, I'm not mm -hmm. happy. I'm not going to be happy. Mm -hmm. And cut it up and, and just move on. Mm -hmm. It's that mm -hmm. we are socialized to be somebody's somebody. You have somebody mm -hmm. to go out with, somebody to call you, somebody to fuck you. And so we hold on when yep. we should let go and wait for yep. the next one. Wait for the next one. Even if it yeah. takes time, you wait for the next one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because some, like they say, sometimes holding on does more damage than letting go. Exactly. Exactly. That pain like, continues. The letting go mm -hmm. pain heals. Absolutely. You're right. Yeah. Right. Because this is the thing, like I, I learned, I had to learn that myself. It's like 
that like okay letting someone go that that hurts you in the heart right but holding on to someone hurts you in the head and that mental state of mind that's never gonna stop no. that emotional state of mind it will eventually come and go like mm -hmm. like a wave you know what i mean it's like mm -hmm. and that's it you, you you moved on but that mental like you're gonna find five years 10 years 15 years 20 years go by and you're still gonna be right here living in your head right and you'll be miserable you're afraid of, yeah people have that fear of that pain they're gonna have when they walk away the sadness that they're going to feel when they leave. But it's like that sadness is temporary. Right. That mental uh, state of mind that you're in, that's never going to change. That will literally destroy you. It will destroy you. And like I have like a beef with these dating coaches. You know what I mean? It's like these these Derek Jacksons, these Steve Harveys, they always tell these women, so what you need to do to get your man to commit? No, sweetheart, you just need to walk away. What you need to do... Uh, 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 a real woman is going to stand by a man's side if he does this. No. A real woman loves herself first. She needs to walk away. If, if, it's, if it's being destructive, if it's, if it's destroying her internally, her sticking around doesn't make her strong. It doesn't mean that she's loyal. It means that she has low self-esteem. She's not even loyal to herself. So... She needs to just walk away. People don't know the difference between tough and toxic. Steve you know, Harvey. If something is tough. Steve Harvey wants to make money, so he says what he thinks exactly. gets people to buy his books and watch his show. But he's talking out of mm -hmm. his behind. It doesn't. Even, it doesn't even make sense yeah. what he's saying. Yeah, I. I'm, I, I, I'm like I'm like I, I'm like literally up to here with these people. These Derek Jacksons. He's like I'm. I'm literally about to start a campaign and put an end to this mess because. It's literally destroying society. You have, you're misleading the masses. I mean, millions upon millions of people are listening to these people say all this garbage. Just mm -hmm. the other day, this lady on TikTok, she put out a video and I made a comment and then she literally went back and forth with me for literally 24 hours. Even her little minions came and started attacking me. Then my brother came on. Then she started attacking my brother. Then she started making these TikTok videos, making jokes about us. I'm like, how are you professional? I'm trying to have an educated conversation with you. I'm trying to tell you, like, look, what you're saying right here, as a man, I'm telling you that what you're saying, this is not how men operate. Mm -hmm. You are misleading these. And then she just wanted to make a joke out of it. All these women wanted to come and attack me. But it's like, five years from now, you're still going to be going back to that dating coach, asking for advice, asking for help. It's like a drug, mm -hmm. you know? It's like, if you go see a therapist or if you go see a, a, a counselor, you shouldn't need to be in marriage counseling for 10 years. No. You know, I can't tell you how long marriage counseling can last, but I know you shouldn't be still seeing that same marriage counselor 10 years later. No. You know what I mean? No. If Steve he puts out a book, that first book was probably like 10 years ago. He puts out another book and those same women are buying those books over and over. That means he's not solving your problem. He's stringing you along. He's dragging you along, making money off of you. And yes. it's not cool. No. It's not cool at all. No. Like, they literally, they are exploiting people. They, they are date hustlers. I'm sick of it. I, I'm beyond because, sick of it. But the difference is they're not trained. Who, what, who trained him? To, to do yeah. this work. He's he's not a trained anything. He's a comedian. Mm -hmm. 
who thinks yeah. that he, you know, he decided that he was going to get religion so that he could, you know, make money doing this. But at, at some point, mm -hmm. you have to say, where's your expertise come from? Mm -hmm. who, who said that you can give advice about anything? It's mm -hmm. us being stupid because he has a name <laughs> that we... Yep. Not for me. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's like Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil gets mm -hmm. on TV and humiliates people. He yells at people. He calls them names. They need to take his license. A real mm -hmm. therapist doesn't treat people like that. Yep. That that's he, that's not it, cool. It gets some ratings. It gets some fans. It gets some publicity. So right. he's just gonna do it. it doesn't matter right. if he's. It's all about money, and that, right. that's not cool. If, if you want to make money, you find, I don't know, invest in the stock market or something. Like, do this <laughs> for the, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let's like, do this for the love. Do this for, you know, if it's not something that's going to make you a million dollars, do it a, a, as a passion, and then find, like, a little side hustle, a hobby, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Bitcoin or something. <laughs> that you could do to supplement that income. Like, But I all. think what you're doing is trying to educate people mm -hmm. to have another look at another way to do this. Mm -hmm. What you're doing is educating people to say, don't just go to the person giving advice, make sure that that person knows something before mm -hmm. you dedicate yourself to following them. And I think mm -hmm. that's, you know, those are, you're a truth teller. And I think mm -hmm. those of us that are truth tellers have a role to play in helping people mm -hmm. understand fact, truth, versus mm -hmm. made up stuff. And, mm -hmm. and so, you know, I commend you for what you're doing because I think voices like yours need to be heard. People need to understand okay. just because he's talking doesn't mean he's making mm -hmm. any sense. Mm -hmm. you know? I, I don't care, like, people, they might not like me, they might not like what I have to say, but I don't care because at the end of the day, I'm not here to destroy you. You might not, I mean, it's the same thing. Like when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I clashed with my father a lot. You know, most boys, they're going to clash with their father. But my father told me one day when I was like, I probably was like 16 years old. He told me, my brother, one day before I die, y'all both are going to come up to me and say, dad, you was right. I'm sorry. And he was right. <laughs> you know what I mean? By the time, by the time I was 23, 24 years old, I was realizing like, man, dad was right about this stuff, man. Man, I should have listened to this guy. But I didn't <laughs> like what he had to say. Because mm -hmm. I was 67 years old and, you know, testosterone is raging and I think that my dad is a prick and I think he's just me because he won't let me do this or he's doing, like, he was just strict, but he he did it because he meant well. Well, and he, and he, and, and I, he also did it because he had been where you were. Exactly. He had been your exactly. age going through what you were going through. He had learned some things, exactly. maybe the hard way, mm -hmm. and he didn't want you exactly. to have to go through it. Yeah, it's hard. It it's was, hard. and because of him, that's why I'm not in and out of jail, and I'm not, uh, um, you know what I mean? It's because mm -hmm. I had him as a, a, a positive role model, positive influence, but right. he had to go through years of me and my brother giving him back talk and, and, and not getting along and the whole nine yards, but he had, he was like, I'm just going to stuck it up because it's going gonna, it's gonna to 180 eventually. And you know, he, it's, it's because eventually. he loved you. Exactly. He loved exactly. You. He, That's why he, he wanted the best for you, and mm -hmm. and you came to understand and I, he was doing the right thing. 
Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I respect my father most respect. So it's it's the same way. It's like people they can unfriend me. I've had people unfriend me. I've had people do all type of stuff, but it's like that's cool. At the end of the day, down the line, you're gonna realize that you know what? There was something about what you were saying, man. I mm -hmm. you know what? You know, that's fine, you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't care how much I lose, I don't care how many, you know, as long as I'm not misleading people and destroying right. people's lives. Right. The only thing I'm, I'm concerned. Okay. You know what I mean? By the way, uh, so since you're on this live, are, are like, are your like your followers? Are they able to see this live as well? Are they able to see? I'm gonna post it. Oh, okay. So you can like save it and post it. Yes. If you have, I don't know. Did you record it? No. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not techie. Oh, um, okay. Because what I'm gonna do is yes. I'm going to do this again and I'll have you on and mm -hmm. I'll record it so that you can post it if you want to with your folks. And I, for example, I do um, a radio podcast. And so I post the video. What I like about what you're doing is that there's the visual. I see who I'm talking to. And if there are people mm -hmm. who want to join, they have an opportunity to do that. I like that. So I'm going to start doing more of that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just, I, it, it gave me a, a an option to like send the um, like as a message. So I sent it to you. I don't know if it's gonna. Well, we'll see. If yeah. But what? But so, like I'm saying, what I do is um, when I do the podcast, I record it so that mm -hmm. when I put it on my website, people who weren't available that time they can go mm -hmm. on the website and see it. But what I want to mm -hmm. do is this more face-to-face um, -face kind of interaction so that the public can come on mm -hmm. and do like your friend did, ask questions, make comments. Mm -hmm. I like that. I so, like okay, that. so the reason, because I, I got time. I don't know how much time you have. So I was going to say was we, could, we can hop on Facebook instead if you want to. Uh, reason being is because with Facebook, it automatically saves as as a post, like it'll automatically save on on the um, what do you go on the newsfeed, and like even like a week from now, people can still watch it, people can share it. It, it will still be on on Facebook. Okay, well maybe yeah. we could do it another time, and then instead of doing okay. it on Instagram, we do okay. this. This is you're you're introducing me to what I want to do. So thank you okay. for that. Um, I, I think what you're, what happened was Instagram allows a limited number. And you're saying, I think, that Facebook, there's a wider opportunity for people to chime in and ask questions and make comments and things like that. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Like on Facebook, you know, I've had that Facebook for a long time. A lot of my closest friends and everyone's on there. This Instagram, this is like my... My second Instagram. This is my my public figure Instagram, where you know I'm not gonna have as much engagement because not as many people, people are aware. Of How this. often do you do this? Uh, this is actually my first time doing uh, Instagram live. No. How often do you do live? Let's say your Facebook live. Yeah, yeah. Um, just random. You know, um, I'm I'm trying to be more consistent with it. Uh, you know, like like as a like a schedule. So let's know. try next week. 
-hmm. We'll do it on Facebook. Okay. One of us, you know, you have, um, I, I think what we could do is each of us promote it mm -hmm. so that your folks will know, my folks will know, and we'll see what happens. Okay, okay. Yeah, because, um, I, like, with, with social media and this, 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 you know, this new world that we're in, this whole technical right, stuff. Right, I don't, I'm not so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 like, getting, trying to get more technical, but it's like, right. this is how people really communicate. Communicate and, and get their voices heard and get out there. And exactly. And stuff, so. And see, when your book is finished, Mm -hmm. This is the mechanism to sell it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the reason that I'm looking to get better at this, because word of mouth is one thing for book sales. But mm -hmm. if you can have a, a larger audience so that mm -hmm. you can talk about it and people can ask questions and things like that, mm -hmm. I'm hoping, you know, because I'm, I'm finishing up the second book, I'm oh. hoping that this would be a good vehicle. Oh yeah, definitely. Because see, the other thing about uh, Facebook Live is people can share it. Exactly. So like you know, like like this live right now, someone can literally press the share button, and other people seeing it, other people seeing it can jump in. We can even right. have contests or you know, so, so you know. Keep so it let engaged. me know. Let me know what's a good evening mm -hmm. because I for for my content. People have to be at least 18. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I could read something short or we could discuss, you know, however you want to do it. Mm -hmm. um, you might want to read something from your work that you're working on. However, you, you just tell me and we can set it up. And I'm not saying we have to do this together all the time. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. think it, it would help me if we could do it at least one more time with the Facebook yeah. So yeah, that right. I could see how that works, and then we see where it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's okay. I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, any, 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 uh, any time next week. Um, you know, Monday. Um, yeah, next next Monday would be fine. Uh, okay. You know, because Monday's the 29th, right? Yeah, it's the 29th. I could. I think I could do that. You yeah, want to yeah. say Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Monday. And as long as long as people are on Facebook, as long as as people, um, you know, my my sister actually just joined, you know, as long as people are are are, you know, live, as long as people are are because okay, because when I was on the Facebook, you know, we because I thought I thought we was doing it on Facebook, mm -hmm. I had, I think I already had like ten people literally wow. within minutes that okay. jumped. Okay. You know, but with with um this instagram you know again it's like it's like my my public person instagram as opposed to like a personal facebook page so that's why i i thought you know let me try you know for professionalism try this uh, um try this instagram um but you know to really get heard to really get our uh, voices out there like i said i got four thousand is better okay yeah four thousand okay. friends on on um on my Facebook. So, you know, if, if, you know, some of my, you know, people that, that, you know, watching the live, if they wanted to ask you some professional questions, sure. you know, like, like Joan, that was on the earlier, you know, we can get a lot more people to ask you questions and, 
you know, it, it can be leads for you. It can be leads because, again, I, I think I think it's important as a society that, especially as a black community, that we we start becoming more comfortable with therapy and yes. and, and things like that. Speak, speaking mm -hmm. of which, uh, if you don't mind, break it down a little bit, more, like the difference between a counseling, therapy, psychology. Okay. Counselors like, really... All these words. Counselors are baseline. They listen to the problem and they make suggestions. Mm -hmm. Whereas a therapist, and again, there are different schools of therapy. Mm -hmm. Psychodynamic therapy, which is what I love, gets at what's underneath. So your issues, you like to talk about narcissism. Narcissism is a personality disorder. So mm -hmm. you want to go back and see what was going on in early childhood that you could grow and develop into somebody that the world had to circle around you. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for that. You, you, you're not born with a personality disorder. It develops. And mm -hmm. so the therapist doesn't give the suggestions. The therapist looks to see if they can help you arrive at what you need to do yourself okay so in a therapeutic setting oftentimes they make jokes about the therapists doing like this mm -hmm. nodding whereas in when i was doing therapy i was a very um how do you say i was more active to say if you're depressed we have a decision to make do you want to stay depressed or do you want to work through the, the reasons why you're depressed? Because some people don't want to do the work. Mm -hmm. um, but even if you're clinically depressed, there are ways to help you get out of it. Mm -hmm. But it's hard work. And mm -hmm. so now if you have a thought disorder, you're schizophrenic, then medicine is, is in a very important part of what you need to do. And talk therapy helps you to understand that this is what's going on, that this is not your fault, and what you need to do to help yourself kind of thing. Does that help you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay. So now, as far as a psychologist and what's the other one? Psych psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Psychiatrist is a medical doctor. Okay. And, and psychiatrists are the ones that can write scripts. So if you need antidepressant medication, if you are bipolar and you need medication to sort of chill you out or something, you, you need um, thought disorder medication, um, the psychiatrist does that because as a medical doctor, he or she understands the body chemistry, the physiology, and, and how these different medications work on the brain and the body. The okay. psychologist is trained in processes to say left brain, right brain, and how your mind works. And they use testing to see, uh, for example, with um, Alzheimer's. Based on testing, you, you remember certain things, you don't remember certain things, you have inclinations to do this and that. Maybe you have the sunset kind of situation where you begin to get angry. Um, they they look at it from stages in life and what's going on. 
And they often use testing. I said pencil and paper testing to help figure out what's going on. Whereas with social work, we do psychodynamic kinds of therapy to get at the root causes so that you understand better. For example, if you have someone with bipolar disorder, do you know what I mean by that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if you have a higher functioning person with bipolar, you could help them understand that it, it often runs in families, that this is not your fault. You didn't do this. Um, but here's what it is. And if you take this medication and you learn to understand when you begin to feel like this, this is the reason why this is what you need to do. That's a, you could find that you work with people who have bipolar disorder and you'd never know it. Mm. When the bipolar person stops taking medication and the symptoms begin to come, that's when things go bad. They're either going to be very, very low and depressed, or they're going to be as erratic as hell and, and are manic. Mm. Once okay. they get stabilized on medication. So it's the person who doesn't have access to good insurance, doesn't seek therapy, doesn't take the meds, doesn't understand the reason why the meds are important. That's the person in and out of jail, in and out of drug treatment, in and out of all kinds of different things because they have not yet understood what was going on with them. So they tend to self-medicate. Mm. That's why it's either drugs or it's alcohol. Uh, and in the manic phases, they could be hypersexual. They could, you know, drive cars 120 miles an hour, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So I something that was interesting. You said like, you know, some people, you know, uh, like narcissists, they, you know, they have personality um, disorders. Mm -hmm. So how do you know if someone is suffering from something that was nurtured versus something that is like hereditary? Well, there are certain illnesses like schizophrenia, like bipolar disorder, that there's a genetic predisposition. It usually runs in families. Alcoholism runs in families. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't drink if I'm angry or I'm sad because mm -hmm. my father was an alcoholic. So I know there's a predisposition for me if I allowed it that I could become an alcoholic. But because I know it, I say on a night, if I'm really pissed about something, that's not a night I'm going to have a drink. Mm-hmm. If I'm really sad about something going on in my life, that's not a time when I'm going to drink. Because I know that because of my father, there's a possibility I could develop into an alcoholic. Mm. Okay. But if you, don't, if you don't know that, if you don't trace it back, if you don't understand the connection, you just say shit happens, you know, life is terrible. And, and when I drink, I feel good. It's just mm. if you have that predisposition, when you drink, you can't stop. Mm. The alcoholic okay. can't stop unless he or she learns that's what's going on. And they develop the ego strengths to say, this is like a poison for me. I can't do this anymore. That takes mm. a lot of work because sometimes people say, well, I'll just have, I'll have one drink. If you're an alcoholic, that one drink by nature leads to more drinks. Yeah. 
So wow. it's like a diabetic. A diabetic can't eat half a donut. Mm -hmm. That sugar is enough to hurt them. So if they don't understand the science of what's going on in the body, they'll say, give me the smallest piece of cake. Instead of saying, no, thanks, I'll have this. Mm -hmm. So it's really, again, it's communication. How do we help people learn to understand what's going on with them so that the choices that they make are in their best interests? That is yeah, it's yeah. critical. And because we... Right we don't always know because we don't go where we need to go. People say, go to church, go to the pastor. The pastor goes to the Bible, mm -hmm. which is not a good source of therapy, mm -hmm. in my opinion, because to say, yeah. pray about it, God helps those that help themselves. So if mm -hmm. you're an alcoholic and you're praying, uh, how does that help you not drink? Exactly. You have to be helping you. Yeah, you have, to, you you have to understand alcohol is a poison for me. Mm -hmm. If I'm an alcoholic, alcohol is a poison. I can't do it. If you notice, if you go into alcohol treatment, they look at your toothpaste, they look at your mouthwash, they look at all of the different things because there's alcohol in some of those things. And those are triggers mm -hmm. for an alcoholic. Mm. So alcoholics mm. need to know that there's alcohol in those things so they don't, by accident, have a trigger. Mm. There are ads on TV that certain cough medicines increase your blood pressure. So if you are hypertensive, you don't want those cough medicines. You want something mm. that's not going to help hurt your hypertension. Again, mm. It's about the learning, the communicating. Okay. So do you think it's possible for someone to be bipolar and a narcissist at the same time? Boy, you really are stuck on narcissism. It's bipolar, a hot topic. Bipolar is not a personality disorder. Okay, yeah, yeah. So a personality disorder defines how you view the world mm. which is a narcissist a narcissist in in his or her mind says i have to be the center of everything the world revolves around me so you could be a narcissist who is also bipolar mm. if wow. you have um a lot of kids now have uh what is it called um They, it, it, you, we used to say so, a sociopath. A sociopath has no conscience. These are your mm -hmm. serial killers, things like that. There are now children, oppositional defiant disorder. In mm. very young children, they, they just downright trouble. And unless the parents get them into therapy at an early age, those are the children. They, they pull the wings off butterflies, they kill cats, they, they torture animals. From an early age, if that's not checked, if that child isn't taught other ways of coping, that's how these serial killers grow up. That's how they become these terrible people. 
Yeah. They're not born terrible. But mm -hmm. things, things happen and they develop ways of handling anger and fear. And if it's not dealt with, then as they grow, they handle things the same way. Instead of killing cats, they kill people. Mm. Mm. So, because, okay, what I've noticed is a lot of people, they seek a relationship counselor or therapist. But how come people don't do that beforehand? Because if you, all these things that you're saying, if someone is able to dissect all of these things beforehand, you don't even need what? to go. Before what? Like, before you get to the point where you need a, a marriage counselor or you need a relationship but, but you counselor. Would, you if, would need to understand that yeah. something is not going well and you want, need help to fix it. But because we're socialized to keep things to ourselves, we don't admit, you know, he's going through a bad time or she's going through something. And so we don't talk about it. We drink more or we eat more or, or you know, we spend time away from home more to avoid it. But we're not facing what it is until somebody says, you know what, this, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And if the other person really cares, they say, well, maybe we should talk to somebody. <laughs> mm. And sometimes by then it's too late. Uh, yeah. Mm. So what That's you're what like. saying is help people understand earlier that if they're not happy, yeah. if they're struggling with something, seek help early. Mm -hmm. and, and that mm -hmm. often is the answer, seeking help early. Mm -hmm being honest about why am I not happy? What is going on? What am I missing? Um, what do I wish, hope, fear? Um, and talk about it. Because mm. the reason why I said that is because there's this guy, um, his name is, uh, he's from Africa. Well, he's African. Um, Hafiz, I think his name is. He's like, um, he's like, I guess you could say like Derek Jackson, uh, you know these type of guys, but he's not—he's not like fraudulent. Like I, I actually like this guy, and you know he's a—he's a, a a dating coach, a relationship coach, and you know my mother and my sister—they're they, like huge, huge fans of this guy. He has a YouTube channel called The Roommates Podcast, and what he does is, you know, he—he he has like uh, um coaching sessions. Like you can you can call his hotline, and like he like on his live stream, he'll give you like a coaching session, or you can call him outside of the live stream to like an hour, two hour coaching session for like a hundred bucks, 150 bucks, whatever the case may be. But what he does sometimes is sometimes he realized that the person doesn't need coaching. They need something before the coaching, which is therapy. So he has like a network where mm -hmm. he deals with like therapists and counselors and he say, see the he counselor first. Them. Yeah. Yeah. He refers to the counselor and says, after you go through the counseling or the therapy, whatever the case may be, then you can come see me for the for the next part right with coaching i i, I think it, everything has to be gradual like, like that's why I had, I had the matchmaking company but i realized i'm like it, if 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 someone wants a matchmaker but they you know there's something that they keep doing wrong repeatedly mm -hmm. what good is i can set you up on 10 dates in two weeks you don't make the same mistakes you're gonna make the same mistakes so it's like right. what's you got to get the coaching first, right? But once you get the coaching, you can find out what you're doing wrong, 
-hmm. But what good is finding out what you're doing wrong if you don't find out why you're doing it wrong? Right. So that's what the therapist would come in. So now I'm like, you know, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna work with, with yourself, or, you know, with, you know, with therapists in general, um, where you know, if you know someone, you know, wants my coaching. It's like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe you don't need coaching right now. Maybe you need therapy first. I'm not a therapist. <laughs> you know, I can refer you to Dr. Hayes or, you know what I mean? And you can get the, the therapy first. And when you're done with the therapy, then you can come see me for the coaching. <laughs> the, the thing I would say, because I focus now more on what we're doing. I focus on the writing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I... I feel that if I were going to do therapy with people, I would need to be certified again to do mm. therapy because okay, people okay. would need to have insurance to cover the cost. Because okay, okay. let's say most people can't pay 50 to $100 for uh, several sessions of something to see whether or not mm -hmm. they can figure it out. And so they would need insurance. But I okay. would listen to what someone is saying and tell them what I think is going on and let them know that therapy, with this kind of therapy, because it, it's not all the same, mm -hmm. is something that would be a benefit to them. I could do that. Okay, okay. I, could, I would be willing to do that. But okay. uh, I think... I, I like what's happening because what you're what you're looking for is a network yes, that exactly. people can feel comfortable to start here and if needed to to go elsewhere. If mm -hmm. and I think I think that's an invaluable service to the community. Yes. And and I think as black people if if there's a safe environment that people can come to, um, that that begins the journey for people to say, I know where I can go. I know that they're not gonna talk about me. And mm -hmm. see, I, I don't know if this Facebook thing, if, if the universe can see who's on there, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. We have to think about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. but I think, that this kind of network is important to help people begin the conversation, if nothing else, to say, you know, I think I have a problem. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Mm -hmm. And then we have a conversation. Yeah, like, 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 you know, for lack of better terms, like an ecosystem, right? Like, if you look at Apple, right? I have a, a MacBook. I have an Apple phone. You know, if I get a tablet, it would be an app. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a, they have to it's, talk to each other. Yeah, they talk to each other. It's like everything is just integrated. I even know I uh, uh, I know someone. She's a she's a wedding planner. You know what I mean? This is what she does. She's a certified wedding planner. So it's like if you go through the therapy, the coaching, the matchmaking, then bing, bam, boom. You might need a wedding planner. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I I think it's important because. You can't miss any steps. There's people, I mean, with anything in life, you, you can't miss steps. I mean, it's like, I can go to the gym, but what good is it if I'm not eating healthy? Exactly. And what good is that if I'm not sleeping right? And what right. good is that smoking and drinking like crazy? Exactly. It, it's the full 
you know, it's a full circle. It's holistic. Exactly. It's holistic. Absolutely. And I think it's important that, you know, that black people look out for each other. We create like that, 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 that network, that system, that, that, mm -hmm. I've always been like a networking type of person. I, I like networking with people. I like bringing people together. I like, mm -hmm. you know, helping people. Like, for example, like I used to be a club promoter, you know, in my twenties in Atlanta. And I remember, I remember one time, um, I had a good friend of mine. He was a club promoter. He was from Chicago, and it was funny. One day he was talking to me. He was like, "Man, I need a photographer, man. You know, I need a new photographer to, you know, for my event so I could put it on social media." This is like ten years ago. And then a couple days later, I'm I'm talking to I'm talk, I'm chopping it up with another friend of mine who's also from Chicago, and he's actually a photographer. And he was telling me he was like, you know, man, I I'm looking for a gig. I'm like, you know any promoters that that need a photographer? I said, well, you know what? <laughs> I know a guy who's actually from Chicago just like you. And I was talking to, so I, I got them to meet up, and then they just they just clicked. Mm -hmm. And they were like from Chicago, like, oh man, I'm from the south side of Chicago, I'm from the south. And it just became a beautiful thing. And it was just like, man, you know, mm -hmm. I put that together. So, you know, it was things like that 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 made me realize, like, you know what, there's strength in 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 communication. Absolutely. In in, in networking. It takes a village. It takes a village. Because I have a strength, everyone put their strengths together. It's just like a football team. Not everyone could be the quarterback, right. but the quarterback. The, the the people in the front to keep right. from he getting needs that front line otherwise he needs that front line and he you needs the wide receivers because if he, he throws it nobody catches it exactly you know well, yeah. you need the point guard but you need the big guys you need the right. the three point shooters Got you to need get the rebounds exactly you need a whole team you know and that, that's how things that's how things are gonna work man that's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing mm -hmm. yeah this was good this was good this was good you know thank you uh, same to you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, I know it's getting late. I don't want to uh, keep you up. You know, you probably got to go in a little bit. Well, I it's that I have a full day tomorrow, and there's still mm -hmm. some things I need to prepare. But, okay. Um, I would love to do this again. And so you're saying uh, Monday. Yeah. Monday. Monday, Monday okay. should. Um, you know, I'm not sure what the Facebook algorithm is or anything like that, but um monday or if not monday wednesday well you but, tell me okay. i'll work with your schedule because right now my days are kind of crazy my my nights are pretty good so okay. you tell me what works for you and i'll try to make it happen okay okay yeah okay. I'll, I'll take my schedule but definitely next week you know same time um on facebook um you know it will it, 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 I think it'll be a lot more interactive, engaged, a lot more interactive. Okay. Uh, and but I, I mean, this this was good. This was a good uh, uh, a practice run, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was a good practice run. Well, and you know, you have some people that joined in, and so that's good. And mm -hmm. I think what you're saying, and and what I think I've seen from other people, is that on Facebook, there's a lot more interaction from the public and I think that's that's what I'm looking for so and if you're looking for that then that's even better that's good absolutely okay thank you well Dr. Hayes it was definitely a pleasure likewise and you you enjoy the rest of your evening and I look forward to talking to you again next week
Peace. Take care. Bye-bye.